Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome once again to the WP Builds Podcast. You have reached episode number 296, entitled Gutenberg FSE Block Themes Variants Blocks Rich Tabor on the Whole Lot. It was published on Thursday the 22nd of September 2022. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and just before we get to Rich and the interview with him, a few bits of housekeeping. If you like what we do at WP Builds, we would really appreciate it if you want to share your love of the content that we create. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. You can subscribe to the newsletter over there, but feel free to just use your own initiative. Share it on your favorite social platform. Our Twitter handle is at WP Builds. But also, if you fancy going into your podcast player of choice, for example, something like Apple Podcasts and giving us a review, we'd be most appreciative. Another page that I always mention at this point is our deals page, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It is a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the week, searchable, filterable WordPress deals, coupon codes, significant amounts of WordPress products. So check that out. And also I keep plugging our social install of Mastodon. It's at the URL WP Build Social. It's a fairly quiet environment at the moment, but you never know if I keep plugging away at it, it may end up being something like a Twitter variant. It's a web app called Mastodon. It's free and open source, a bit like WordPress is. And I've installed it over there if you fancy quietening down your social life. So that's wpbuilds.social. And yes, that is a URL. This is the first episode of the podcast that I recorded since returning from my trip to San Diego for WordCamp US. And I would just like to say thank you very much to anybody and everybody who spent time with me. It was an absolute pleasure. What a glorious experience it was. And so, yeah, just a big thank you for anybody that was able to hang out with me. And I apologize if I didn't get to meet all of you. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more benefits and to manage multiple sites in one place. Invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading over to the URL go.me forward slash wpbuilds. That's go.me forward slash WP Builds. And we do sincerely thank GoDaddy Pro for helping to keep the WP Builds podcast going. Okay, what have we got on the show today? Well, we've got a really nice one for you. We've got Rich Tabor. Now, if you've not heard of Rich Tabor before, this probably is going to be a wonderful episode because you're going to be introduced to not only a very intelligent person talking about all the new things in WordPress, but also you're going to enjoy listening to his voice because it's truly soothing and wonderful. So that's what we talk about. We talk about Gutenberg, FSE, block themes, blocks, and a, a whole lot more. Rich is a real expert. He's had his own theme business for many, many years. He's currently working with Extendify, and he's really bullish about all of the new bits and pieces that are being added into WordPress. Really, it's all about the future and what is coming down the pipe, what you might be able to make use of, how you might be able to make use of it. So if you're fully into all of that, or even if you're a bit skeptical and you need a reason to start investigating, this is going to be a great episode for you. I hope that you enjoy it. I am joined on the podcast today by Rich Tabor. Hello, Rich. Hey, Nathan. Glad to be here again. Yeah, thank you for joining us once more. He's, you've been on the, uh, the This Week in WordPress show, and we've also interviewed you on the WP Tavern, but always nice to hear what is the smoothest, silkiest voice, I think, in WordPress. Bravo for having such a nice voice. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> we, we don't really know where this conversation is going to go. We've got a whole bunch of disparate show notes, and we're just going to meander our way through it without any particular direction. So bear with us. We we may we may 
be incisive. We may wander a little bit, but that's going to be part of today's experience. First of all, for anybody who doesn't know you, Rich, do you want to just give us the, the potted history of who you are and how you've come to be on a WordPress podcast? What's your history with WordPress <laughs> and so on? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Rich Tabor. And uh, I publish on richtaber.com. I wrote pretty much, you can follow along all my blog posts from uh, probably 2011 or so when I first started really diving into WordPress. Um, I jumped in first as a designer uh, doing you know, marketing emails and marketing landing pages for a local firm uh, where I went to school and uh, quickly moved into uh, building and designing themes and uh, decided I, I really wanted to understand the underpinnings of WordPress. So I started diving into engineering and uh, that quickly fired off into the world of blocks and Gutenberg when when that started becoming a thing. And uh, I remember sitting down after WordCamp US when when Matt Malameg first mentioned uh, you know to learn JavaScript deeply. I remember going home and just really trying to build blocks and and failing miserably. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I, I barely knew any JavaScript, but I took that I took that to heart and really wanted to. To lean in, and that's what I did for the next couple of years, and made code blocks. Uh, my theme shop did pretty well, theme beans, and uh, ended up selling those to GoDaddy and working over there um, on the WordPress experience team, doing a, a lot of really innovative uh, uh, bits on the on the forefront of WordPress experience, and really helping uh, kick off GoDaddy into that new era of WordPress. And uh, and now I'm at Extendify doing um, a similar idea of taking what we're you know the, the stage that we're at in WordPress that's um, that's all brand new and all all fresh, and trying to package that up into a solution that uh, is accessible to everyone in a, in a very innovative fashion. So Extendify, you can Google basically E X T I N D I F Y Extendify. Is it .com? It is. Yeah, yeah. Extendify .com, and you can see what uh, Rich, amongst other people, are doing over there. But basically, it's a it's like a a, a library, a suite of patterns which rely on core blocks for 99.99 recurring <laughs> percent of their functionality and uh, it's very very cool and it's well worth checking out are you are you in an excited period you know i mean there's a lot of people who seem to be quite turned off by gutenberg you've obviously decided a long time ago that this was going to be something you were to anchor your relationship to wordpress on you were going to dive deep and so on is this an exciting time? Did you find that it was a, a headache to get to the point where you are now? Was it a slog? And uh, and are you excited by what you see, I don't know, over the, the, the horizon the next two, three years? Yeah, you know, I'm definitely excited. Um, I, I feel very, um, I don't know, I just feel, I feel very, um, like I'm in a very great time period of WordPress and I feel like I'm in the right spot at the right time to really jump in on all this new stuff and help push it forward and um, I think this is a very opportune time to be um, both a very advanced uh, developer and a very skilled designer and also very novice um, designer and developer the tools a couple years ago when I first dove into uh, Gutenberg um, and React uh, were very different than they were today today you can build a block in an hour. Like you can really leverage all of the new uh, systems that have been put in place, and then all the great documentation now to use uh, what's called block.json, for example, to to turn on and off features that each of us individually had to write and spend hours on writing, um, even two years ago. So I think the the improvements on that front have made it even more exciting because of the speed that you can really operate in. And then experience-wise, like I really see this as an opportunity to uh, consolidate the WordPress experience to where it looks and feels the same regardless of how you use WordPress. Yeah. So if you think of you know, the block experience and then now we're leaning into the theming experience and how themes can ev be evolved and, and switch on different sites and still run and look beautiful instead of having this time period of, you know, this, this pain period really of resetting your site with themes. And I think that you know, we're halfway through this like big shift in WordPress to, to move in this direction. And this is this is the time to be here. And I, I'm really stoked about it. The the excitement is obviously fairly palpable in your case, but there, there must be you're kind of wearing two hats here, aren't you? Because in the past, when the the whole enterprise of creating a theme was it was a difficult thing, there was obviously a uh, like a, a career in that, you know, you could yeah. you could trade your theme for for dollars because it was difficult. I just wonder if you have any thoughts on whether or not that career 
is going to be the same in the future? In other words, are, are you still going to be able, or I say you, I mean people who are themers, are they still going to be able to have a viable business given that the, the barrier to entry is going to be so much lower? You know, this is probably the number one question I get asked <laughs> I mean, pretty much weekly by, by folks uh, either on Twitter or an email. Um, but, you know, I think that themes of the theme market has been changing quite significantly over maybe the past 10 years or so, like the ever since multi-purpose themes and then block build or not block builders, but page builders started really um, becoming prolific. It, it, the theme market in itself has changed dynamically to fit into those models. So, mm. so instead of buying a a standard theme that does no that does not support Elementor, you're more much more likely to see a theme that does that better supports Elementor building or or other competing builders. I see this this wave of innovation kind of sitting into that same boat. So now the block themes that are going to come out are more tailored to supporting Gutenberg than anything else, and maybe only Gutenberg. You know, of course, Elementor has its its own design system that can lay on top of most themes, but uh, but these are becoming more tailored for WordPress in general. And I think that that's a good thing. But the downside is that, like you said, it's harder to sell something that's simple or, or easier to make. Mm. And uh, but, but when I look at themes, and I, I don't see them quite the same way, like I don't see them as like this is one way that your site could look. I see it as like what is the the goal, like what is the experience that I want to to provide with this theme? Like not the theme is not the end all. It's getting the actual website up and um, and above the expectations of the user that's implementing that theme. And that's the that's the area if I was a theme developer right now really pushing into the market to I would turn in that direction. I wouldn't stay making generic themes. Yeah, I would, I would the, really try to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that at some point in the future new pathways will open to making to making a career in this direction. We just don't know what they are at the moment because the, the maturation hasn't really taken hold. Things are still in a sort of state of flux and some people are in, some people are not in. And as, as things mature and stabilize, maybe it'll become, you know, with a bit of hindsight, we, oh, okay, that's, that's kind of where that career ended up, but we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and go on. I was going to say, um, you know, and also I think on Twitter, there was a conversation the other day about uh, like, we're really looking for that, like that, big inspiration like who's going to come out with something that really like sets like the new trajectory of how themes are sold or how how theme marketplaces work or right. even full site editing like there's a there we're kind of at that point where that's a i feel like that's at the it's about to happen and when that happens we'll start seeing more more folks diving in on the product side because right now there's just so much unknown out there yeah i suppose in a sense it's a bit like when true WYSIWYG page builders came around the as soon as the the, the shoe dropped over there all the other people who had aspirations to build their own product in the WordPress space were, oh, okay, here's a, this is the way we can do it. We can, we can leverage something which looks akin to that. We've got our own way of doing it, but we can leverage that. And we just need somebody to, to figure out what that is, which is really interesting. And, but you feel you've palpable that it's palpable that this is going to happen soon. We just can't quite grasp it just yet. Yeah. I think there's a lot of folks that are experimenting and trying to figure out what works and, keep up with the pace of uh, development with Word, within WordPress. And uh, even over the last year, the advances um, 6, uh, 6.0 and the upcoming 6.1 release are going to push out are really are really letting uh, folks leverage uh, the themes and the blocks in, in a whole different light. And I'm really looking forward to those. Yeah. What do you say to people who push back against Gutenberg and they, they just see it as a as a thing that's been foisted upon them. They see a UI, which in some cases looks like this one day, and then a few weeks later looks entirely different. You know, it's being built. Some people, I guess, would level the argument that basically it's a, a beta, as we say here, beta, I guess you say, mm -hmm. um, product which is evolving in core and therefore find it a little bit difficult to take. You know, they, they want it to be stable. Or they want it to be able to explain everything to their clients so that they don't have to keep going back to them. Are you, are you kind of sanguine about this? Do you feel that this was done in the right way, that the iterative approach in core, pushing everything to live, was the right way to do it? Or do you wish that maybe it had matured to a certain point, maybe to where we're at now, for example, before it got dropped? Yeah. You know, that's a tough question, but I don't think we would have iterated to where we're at now without mm. getting it out there. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, I'm, I'm much more 
I'm, I'm very iterative, like in how I work. I, I really, I really strive for the MVP and rolling out like real products and then finding out like what's happening. Like how are people responding to this? What are they, what are they hitting? Like what hurdles are stopping them? What's empowering them and getting feedback. And we're kind of doing that at a huge macro level uh, within WordPress. And, you know, I think there were some decisions that maybe could have had more time and or needed more time. But at the end of the day, I think, like I said, if, if we wouldn't have rolled it out and actually run with this thing, we, I don't think we'd be where we're at today. So if you were to put, if you thinking about the landscape as you know it as of today, so we're recording this in August, 2022, what are the, what are the things that are going on? You, you know, you can name names, product names, people names, um, and so on. Things that are exciting you that you've seen, things that have made you sit up and think, that's interesting, that's quirky, didn't see that coming, that's novel, I like that. Yeah, so um, let's see, Anna Sagoda and Ellen mm. Bauer, the, those two are are, are leading the, the theme front um, commercially. I think that they're coming up with interesting ideas and, and really trying to, really two different approaches to, to theming. Um, one, you know, Ellen's taking uh, Ino blocks, like her, her block theme, uh, blocks and block themes collection and and steering them in a, into its own framework and it's kind of going the opposite way of trying to keeping a little bit closer to to wordpress core and i'm curious you know how those are gonna to come out and and how those are gonna uh, move forward and anna just released a like a woocommerce specific block theme which is also very interesting i think like again leaning into the experience that you're providing not just the the css you know from the theme.json file uh, so those two are really doing well. I, I love all the work that like Brian Gardner is doing and mm-hmm. Nick Diego, like all the, all the communication around what's possible in WordPress with the, with this new era of WordPress and, and really they're leaning in on it. I know GoDaddy has been doing a lot of work by, more behind the scenes, but they've been doing a lot of work on improving uh, the first touch experience within WordPress and, and how you start off with the site extendify. We're leaning in on the same area we're building uh, it's kind of it's kind of internal ish right now, but we're building uh, basically a, a way to get um, sites delivered to you that are kind of configured for you on the fly, uh, based on block themes. So like a block theme theme.json file is delivered to your site, and it, and it really lets you style your site how you have indicated you wanted it done. So if you say that you're a musician, we can show you styles that are derived for musicians. And and you really get something started. And using our layouts library, we're able to plug those onto pages for you and create them on the fly. Like so, we're leaning in on building whole experiences that really leverage everything that's out there instead of just looking at the individual blocks or the individual themes. Can we can we dive into that because that seems really interesting to me. So this is on the Extendify side of things, and yeah. you you couple that with you you were you were talking about GoDaddy and the way that they were trying to onboard people into WordPress with their their version of things. And then you started mentioning the way that you're doing that in Extendify. Can you just elaborate that a little bit? In other words, can you describe what that may look like? So if I log into, is this for people just using WordPress perhaps for the first time? And I don't mean that they are using it for the first time, but they've got a a vanilla install and they put Extendify on and then you kind of chaperone them through with a bunch of um, options and choices which lead them to some basic starting point. Yeah, at Extendify, our... our our avenue, you know, it's, it's a bit different from what GoDaddy is doing, but the idea at the end of the day is to deliver a site that's built for you. Um, and, you know, GoDaddy and, and most others have like, uh, like even Squarespace has the method where you can pick from one of a hundred uh, different themes mm-hmm. and that is your site. Um, what we're doing is a little bit different where if you indicate that you are a musician that, and then you indicate like what your goals are, like if you're trying to run an event or sell tickets to a show, um, then, then we'll generate. Uh, and the goal is to generate templates and layout designs within a style that might be appropriate for musicians for you. And then you pick the best one that you like, and we we set up WordPress with those pages that you've indicated you needed and How, with the style. What decision tree did you go down to decide what it is that you know? So, for example, you mentioned that you, I don't know, you're a musician or something. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's a whole tree of careers that you could be there, you know, a mechanic or a musician or a, got a restaurant or something like that. How have you, um, how have you come to decide where to push to marshal your energies for that? Have you done a lot of kind of customer research or is it just based upon what you think people may wish to have? You know, it, it's definitely based on research and a lot of testing and 
you know, in, in this different industries that we're supporting, we're going with, you know, we're starting wide. Like I think we have 60 or so different industries that we support right now. Wow. But we're, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still wide, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's a but, lot. uh, it is, yeah, it's a lot, <laughs> but, but when you look at Wix, Wix like has like presets for like thousands. Yeah. So like, but they've got uh, millions and millions of dollars to, uh, they do. Whereas you, so, it's just that there's a handful of you. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And, and really we're, you know, we're leveraging, you mentioned earlier, like we have a library of, of content, basically patterns that are built of core blocks. That's what we're leveraging. We built that for this vision. And, and this is, what we see is like the next iteration of experience. Like the the page library collection is is very much like you have a site and you want to add a new page or you have a site and you want to augment your existing pages. This is to get you to that point where you have a site. So we're kind of kind of going up the tree a little bit. Um, but it's it's something it's super fresh. We're we're still experimenting a lot and um, it's not very public yet, but I'm allowed to talk about it, so it's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> the um, you remember in the day when everybody was looking on Theme Forest and they would find a theme and it promised to do all of this stuff and you would download it and get it going and then you'd immediately figure out this is a disaster. None of this mm-hmm. is going to work for what I need. Uh, you know where I'm going with this. The, I'm just wondering if if we're if you need to be mindful of that. You know, you sort of promise that okay, you're a mechanic, we can sort you out with a website. The the impediment isn't the creation of the website. The impediment is after they've clicked the generate website button, and mm. then the ability to learn the UI and figure out the quirks of Gutenberg and blocks and how they all function. So fantastic that you've got that. But I'm I'm just wondering how much thought needs to be put in on the other side when they finally got the site and then need to modify it to their own needs. Because I think I think the UI of Gutenberg is is somewhat counterintuitive. Yeah, it's it's not uh it's not the best interface. I think that there's tons of work that can be done on it. Um, but on that front we we're also working on another little little drop here. <laughs> nice. On a on a, <laughs> on a on a another sister product um, that that is really um like unofficially we're calling it assist like and the goal is to assist you with getting kicked off on your site so now we've got your site spun up for you in the the industry that you prefer with the the styles and the images and uh and now like how do you edit your first page or how do you uh, augment uh, different images uh, and whatnot so trying to figure out a way to help walk through this is very exploratory right now but that's that's something that we we also see that pain point and want to help it's curious because you seem you seem to have hit on the idea of the first two days of the WordPress website journey is is the bit where you're you're pitching your energies. You know, it, it's it's like trying to get people to be able to go from no website, vanilla WordPress install, just get them over those first few hurdles. And I'm I'm really curious that that's what you're doing because it seems very intentional that you're you're planting your flag at the beginning of the journey of the website and obviously there'll be ongoing stuff but have i have i got that right is that kind of where you see the promise it's setting all this stuff up and making it work and getting the first few days under your belt yeah i I, you know that's the ultimate wordpress problem yeah that's what everyone wants to solve this element or wants to solve this everyone wants to get to that point where you're confident in your website as soon as possible like how do you like what does that look like what does that feel like and and how do you how do you make it to where anybody can do that and not just get to that point where you're like I, I feel like I have to hire someone to finish this and it's a wreck or you just never do anything with it because you hit too many hurdles and and getting over that hump you know is, is really what we're looking at and where we see some massive opportunity and with you know the the full site editing effort and block themes and blocks in general like we really see a configuration system where we can put all these configurations on your site in a way that is true to core but also custom and personalized in a sense to you like and it's like this system is enabling us to do this and without gutenberg or block themes or full site editing we would have to rely on external sources and then you know then we introduce a, a whole another wave of complications trying to map stuff together i'm, I'm just about to open up a, a complete you know, I'm I'm going to go down a, a road which neither of us are expecting. Let's <laughs> see where this goes. The um the stuff that you've described, if we were if we were talking about creating text on a website, up until very recently, that text has been generated only by humans, and you know if you didn't employ a copywriter or did it yourself, it mm-hmm. basically was a blank page. You had to do it. But now 
We're in this curious period. It seems like the robots are taking over and the AI is becoming a core part of creating content for many people, if, even if it's just to kickstart an idea and give them some sort of some framework to work on and they can edit it and modify it themselves. Have you got any interest in that area in terms of website building? Like I say, a bit left field, but you know the idea that you would get AI to take you on that journey. So, you know, you are a mechanic, you want to sell particular products, you live in this particular area, um, you go through your uh, onboarding process, but there's kind of like an AI component to that. I don't know if that's anything you're curious about at all. You know, I'm I'm definitely curious. I, I don't know 100%, you know, if I'm confident in that direction, but, you know, I feel like that's one of those technologies that everyone's kind of unsure about. And then one day it's very sure. And, yeah. and hopefully Gutenberg's the same way. You know, like that's what I see. But, uh, you know, I think it's very interesting. I don't know, you know, the personalized part of it. Like maybe there's a point where the AI is personal enough and it can scrape your other social media platforms enough to where it can write your descriptions or your about page, you know, like for you. Like, you know, I don't know, like if it was more like a more personal type portfolio or something then maybe it like finds out where you went to school and it writes like I graduated in you know 2011 and it can do that for you maybe at one point but I I do think there's still that that want to like express yourself in a way and right and on those kind of interactions and pages maybe it's maybe it's necessary to have something to start with like what we're doing with Extendify but still making it easy to tailor that so it's kind of a better starting point maybe yeah Uh, but who knows maybe one day you click a button and your your site's done for you and you love it. I don't know. Well, have you have you come across Dali, D-A-L-L-E, which I remember having the conversation about, well, I don't think anybody was calling it artificial intelligence, but back in the day when I was, I don't know, 20 years ago or something like that, when having conversations about the capabilities of what computers could do, I was absolutely sure, like completely certain that art was out of bounds for computers they couldn't do it they never would do it because it was a human enterprise and it required consciousness or something some spark that we've all got that computers don't have fast forward to 2022 well that's all in the bin um Mm. you know you give something like dolly a a set of instructions you know i'd like to see a cat on a pillow with a guitar or something and outcome 50 variations of that exact image and they're all they're all completely different the principle being that it throws 50 things out at you mm-hmm. uh, in the hope that one of them resonates and i think that's where my conversation was going not so much more about, not so much about the text but more about the the idea that you know a, a collection of blocks could be thrown together by an artificial intelligence which could then put together 30 options for your website which then you could browse and say you know what that's closest to what i want it's not perfect but that's the closest one. Let's mm-hmm. go with that as our starting point. I would say that what we're doing at Extendify, it's not AI driven, mm-hmm. but it is smart systems and, and categorizing behind the scenes that we're, in the way that we're doing this. We're not building you know, everything. Uh, that would just be too much to maintain, but we're doing it on the fly and um, or essentially on the fly. And that idea like you just mentioned of having a couple different variants to start with and, and and to roll with and have a site like kicked up for you like that that is what we want to achieve like that is like having like the best like having like how do i get you with the best foot forward to be successful with your website and and that's really what we're pushing on yeah it's it's really fascinating like i said it just has completely taken me by surprise the capability of these kind of things but also equally i suppose people like you who have a rich history of being able to create beautiful designs you, in a sense, become like the boutique, the person who can mm. charge potentially extra because you are not the AI. In the same way that I can go to Ikea and order a cupboard and it'll cost me a couple of hundred bucks and it'll be just the same as everybody else's cupboard. But if I go to a carpenter, they're probably going to charge me several thousand, but I'll know mm-hmm. I've got the one and only done by a true expert. And I wonder if wonder if maybe that's a, a an interesting niche. Yeah, I think we'll see folks going more upmarket. I think that that, that's probably, I mean, maybe better that than staying low, (laughs) the way that we're evolving for sure. Yeah. You've got a couple of projects. Let's pivot a little bit. You've been, um, you've been creating, well, two that I've caught sight of. Perhaps you can 
tell me there's more. I don't know. But um, they've both got fascinating sounding names. They sound a little bit like they might be Japanese or something like that. One of them is called uh, Wabi, W-A-B-I, and one of them is called Wei. I think I've pronounced that correctly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you want to just tell us what these are, what the intention was, why you've put them out there? Yeah, so they're both block themes. Um, they're relatively simple, uh, Wabi and Wei. Uh, Wabi, I'm actually running on my my own blog, richtabor.com. So it, it is the demo of, yep. of the block theme. And um, I created Wabi. That's the first one I did. I created that originally to, and just like with previous themes I've made in the past that I've run on my blog, is to to kind of experiment and run all the latest stuff on my live website and have the latest type of theme all the latest controls and, and to really like really use this uh, this new stuff and, and find out like where where there are pitfalls, where can we have improvements and, and what are the things that I need to or I feel like I need to share with others uh, to help push this forward. Um, so Wabi was, I think it might have even been the first theme on the in the themes directory that has style variants. Oh, congratulations. So I that out. <laughs> Thanks. It, it was fun. You know, like the idea, like that's such a new oh, fresh so concept. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like one. It could be as many themes as you want in one theme, in a sense. Like, it, there's not. There's a. There's a point where it doesn't matter anymore. Like, if it's if you're using one theme with a hundred variants or a hundred themes, if they're all block themes, they're basically it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a there's a nice bit about I don't know halfway down the page where you uh, you talk about the uh, the star variations and you've probably got about th- twenty or so just listed there and you, you, you basically just click a button and everything everything immediately looks completely different. And my understanding is that you can go real soup to nuts with that as well. You know, it's not just about changing background colors. You can change yeah. all sorts of things. You can really make it look different. And all you are doing in effect is as a user is clicking a button. It's remarkable. Yeah, that's right. And and the reason, you know, Wabi and Way both the, their styles both look they, they carry the same feeling, yeah. you know, design-wise that the the parent style does, and that was intentional because both of them have. You know, I added a little extra where they could you could swap the theme of a page, for instance, like you can have a yellow page or a blue page, like within the color styles. Uh, but the new twenty twenty three effort that that started a couple of weeks ago is is designed to be quite the opposite. So having an, an array of styles that yeah. are very different yeah. and I'm excited to see like how far we can push that. I've got one that I've, I've been working on this morning that I'm, I'm going to submit and, and to see, to see how we can push this thing and, and really flex what WordPress is capable of doing with, uh, you know, just 2023 will be like a very simple block theme, but with, I don't know how many styles, but like that, that idea just seems really interesting to me. I saw the video. Um, it was only about 15 seconds long where they were, going through a range of different style variations. And the, the theme itself was super minimal, almost like a wireframe. Yeah. You know, th- there was no images. There wasn't even an image placeholder. It was it was basically a, a rectangle with a line stroke through it just to give you the impression that that was where an image would go. And yeah. and everything was changing. You know, the background color was changing. There, there was fluid typography. There were, mm-hmm. The ma- margin and the padding was all shifting. And it was done in such a way that... It, it looked elegant. It wasn't just a, you click a button and the page refreshes. It all sort of glided from one to the other and you could see the transformation in front of your eyes. And I, I did think it was incredibly impressive and I do love the idea. I think it was yours of just this one theme, the theme. Mm. The idea of just having a base theme where blocks go and you can use full site editing for it. And, um, and that felt, the 2023 theme, as will be maybe, who knows what it'll end up looking like, that felt like it was offering that a little bit. There was a bit of promise there. Yeah, I think that it's going to be very exploratory. And, you know, we have some of the more uh, prolific theme authors diving in on it. So it's very interesting to see everyone kind of coming together in a, in a different way, in a sense, because uh, the design hasn't been created. And each of us are kind of contributing to that. And um, we're hitting a few roadblocks and we're pushing ideas back to core and we're doing all the things, but on, on a bigger scale than uh, most themes. I do think that, um, I don't know that 2023 will become the default WordPress theme like forever. You know, I, I don't think we're the, quite there. I know that was one of my ideas a few years ago, but I don't see why we couldn't have a system where, say, you, you activate WordPress and you pick a theme, but all those themes are just a JSON file yeah. you know, in a sense, like in 
it doesn't matter what the default theme is per se. It could be pick one of these variants of 2023 could be the first touch experience of a WordPress site. Um, we need, we need something else, I think, than what we have today on that front. And, uh, and, you know, and what we're doing, Extendify is very tailored and very specific. But for WordPress, you know, I think something more general where you do have some sort of style selector right off, like that could be very interesting and, and help you feel like you have a personalized website, like right off. Yeah, I kind of feel that there's something quite satisfying about going through that style selection right at the outset and yeah. kind of feeling like you've got ownership of things. And the reason that's orange is because I decided it was going to be orange. It didn't just come for the right. I had to go through that whole process. You mentioned right. um, theme.json. My guess is that 60%, 70% of the people uh, listening to this podcast will be fairly familiar with what that is, even if they've never touched it. But for the 30 40% who don't, do you just want to outline what it does and why it's important in the future? Sure. Yeah. Theme.json is uh, the core component of a block theme, uh, and it's essentially a configuration file configuration file for the theme styles and all the block settings. Um, so it was added, I think, in 5.8. So it's been there for a little while now. Yep. Um, but when a, so in classic themes, that's what we're calling themes that support the older versions of WordPress a little bit better than uh, block themes, like those can still leverage a theme.json file, but in a little bit different ways. Uh, but for block themes and you know, 5.8 moving forward, or really 6.0 when block themes became a, a real thing with 2022 coming out, you can you know, enable and disable different features like uh, drop cap, uh, padding support, or, or even cut down custom colors so that you can't apply a custom color throughout your site, um, change the gradients, duotones, font sizes. It's really a, a configuration level for the entire site design. And, it's, a, uh, it's very, very cool. Um, I yeah. feel that the more people that get on that bandwagon, the more the the promise of the whole block theme and full site editing, it starts to make much more sense if you're just looking at it from the outside and you just think, well, I've got my page builder of choice, I'm happy. As soon as you start to explore this kind of stuff, it the, the, the well, the sky clears a little bit, I think. Yeah, and you know, there's advantages for the beginners who who would never even look at the JSON file because you can take the global styles interface within full site editing and manipulate essentially that file from that interface. And it's one system that is read by WordPress by the, the theme gets absorbed into WordPress and then the user's settings get applied on top of that. So it's a, a way that if you don't know anything about code, like you can really still tailor your website in WordPress core. And then it's also very advantageous for the builders or the agencies as well, because you really do have a lot more flexibility uh, today, even than you did a year ago, on how and how tight the website is controlled, like design-wise. And you can tailor every little thing if you want, or you know, keep it very free flow. And like some of the like the themes, like Wabi and Way, are very free flow. Like you can you can kind of do what you want with it, because I don't I don't want to tighten those up. But for an agency, being able to have one system, one JSON file that lets you manipulate how structured your site is is like very interesting and appealing the the i'm staring at the way site at the moment and i've got to the full site editing paragraph i'll, I'll link to the particular blog post that i'm talking about um full site editing seems to be very much in flux i mean obviously the, the promise is excellent how do you how do you feel the implementation is so far do you do you think it's good enough for prime time in other words if you were uh, I don't know, an agency building for clients. Are you going to be doing it this? Would you be doing it this way? Or do you think there's still a way to go before it settles down and you can finally really, really start using block themes and get rid of classic themes altogether? Because my experience with full site editing was clumsy to say the least. I found it, I found yeah. it. This is going back probably a month or so ago. I found it really difficult to to get my head around it. And I was trying to be as um, I was trying to be as pathetic as possible, if you know what I mean. I was trying to imagine that I didn't know anything and I was coming to it with fresh eyes. And how does this even work? What? What? I click that and then all of these suddenly there's a thousand child elements and I don't understand what any of this is about. It feels to me like this is somewhere where there's a lot of room for improvement, but I don't know what you think. Um, you know, I think that full site editing for simpler sites is probably fine. You know, like on my blog, for example, running on that. I think when you get into more complex requirements, like if you needed a mega menus or a different sort of uh, menu, mobile menu experience, like right now they're they're very tightly controlled within WordPress and it's it's not as tailored like the small experiences like that. Um, overall, I think that the 
effort of full site editing has really been focused on the technology. Like how do we make this system work and less on the experience? And you can, like you said, Nathan, you can really feel that it's a little bit clunky and clumsy in, in areas. And uh, there's been a ton of, of work on that front and there, but there's still quite a bit ways to go. And before it feels uh, delightful and, you know, simple in a sense, um, but I think for simple sites, so yeah, I think you can run it fine. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. If you've just got a, well, in, in my case, the, the piece of the puzzle, which was difficult, I think it was menus and things like that. And I found, mm-hmm. that, I found that interface quite confusing because everything now is a block. And it just, I don't know, there was just some sort of disconnect. I'm just not used to it. And I'm wedded to the old system, which I actually really liked. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll just have to wait and see and see how that goes down. Now, you alluded to the fact that You've got a few projects going on. I don't. I don't know how secretive those are, but we'll be putting them out in the podcast anyway. So, um, <laughs> any any other things which are going to be happening for Rich and for Extendify and any other projects that you might be working on for the remainder of 2022? In other words, what's on Rich's roadmap? My roadmap. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, at, at Extendify, we're like I said, we're very um, we're exploring all this new stuff and we're experimenting actively with it. So continuing to, to drive home on that front and this idea of uh, onboarding a custom site for very specific niches like that, that's very true to, to what I think our, our goal is for this year. And we're doing excellent on that front. So just kind of putting more out there on that front. We're going to update our website and really start talking about it pretty soon here. Um, personally, I'm uh, the design lead for WordPress 6.1. So I'm really focusing, I'm starting to turn my attention onto that. And really driving a lot of uh, Gutenberg and full site editing um, experiences that I think that really need to be a little bit more tailored to better support, um, like what we talked about with uh, making WordPress more delightful and simple. And um, so I've got some some ideas on that front to push on. Um, I might do another block theme. Uh, you know, I have a few ideas locally that I've just been exploring with. And really, I think the idea with each of these is to to put out something that um, others can experiment with and, and kind of see, and we can discuss and feel out how to push block themes in a certain direction. Um, so I've got some ideas on that front I might do as well. Yeah, it's and it's, it's it's a busy roadmap, Rich. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I was not without line items, is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's full not, Trello no. board. And you were about to say something else. Go on, I interrupted. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I just, I, I want to write more. So I've been uh, coming up, like on Twitter, I've been sharing a lot more on Twitter and really just trying to, um, I don't know, just be, I, I don't know if a positive voice is the right word, but just kind of push out like the yeah. stuff that yeah. is really exciting and interesting and, and kind of inspire others to, to take another look. Because I know Gutenberg a few years ago was quite a bit rough and the transition from classic to Gutenberg was, was rough as well. Um, but things are totally different now and it really is, it's inspired me to, to, you know, pick, you know, pull up my jeans and, and really run a little bit harder on this. So I well, I have same. to say, if your intention is to be, um, a, what's the what's the right word I want to use here? If your intention <laughs> is to be a good member of the community and giving back and, you know, giving out positive messages, all I can say is you are fully succeeding. Um, oh, you're well, talked you. about a lot and there's there's nowhere where you're not talked about in, uh, in positive ways. I think everybody that comes into contact with you and the work that you've done is incredibly impressed. And the, I personally, you know, the 6.1 design lead thing. Yeah. I mean, just hats off for that. That's an incredible <laughs> undertaking. Do you know roughly what kind of commitment is going to be involved in that in terms of, well, maybe time is the, is the, the metric that we'd be talking about. Do you know how much time you're going to need to put into that? Uh, it's my, my first time leading it uh, or being the design lead uh, for WordPress release. So, um, you know, I asked uh, a couple mentors and whatnot and, and other folks who've done it before. And um, they've told me roughly around five hours a week is what I would, what I would get. But it's, it's kind of one of those roles. I think that you kind of get out to get out of it, what you put in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've you know talked with Extendify and we're, we're good with rolling forward because uh, the better we make WordPress, the better it, it is for everyone, uh, including for what we're doing at Extendify. And, um, I think we think it's a very valuable place to put time and energy in, and I do personally as well. Um, so I'm excited about that front, big L- time. Last question, um, if that's all right, uh, and it's related directly to Extendify. We've seen in the WordPress space, you know, the plugin market has blossomed, and many people have made uh, amazing careers. But on the other hand, you know, there's a lot of people who come along and their projects 
they last a little while and then they struggle financially and they disappear and so on. So just wondering for those people who on the back of this podcast do end up browsing the extendify.com website, is is that project on a solid footing? Have you managed to find a user and customer base that means that you're you're confident that that project will be going for the days, weeks, months, years to come? Oh, 100%. Uh, you know, we, nice. the library... The library is really doing well and folks are really using it quite it's quite significantly and it's grown I don't know how many percent since I've joined even just in September but it's it's grown quite significantly and um, and we're and that's the reason we're really leaning even further into this direction with uh, this idea of launching your site with with our tools um, with the library and whatnot so we're and you know I've seen on I've seen online a couple of times recently even like the idea of uh, using the existing products to build new products with and kind of like the idea of sister relationships between the two. And really, uh, that's something that we're leveraging 100%. And I, I totally am on board with that train because you you have the customer, you understand the need, and you know that there's a, a need right next to it and or even further up the chain. And uh, and that's exactly what we're doing and going to keep riding that wave. i got to say bravo because, uh, you know, maybe this idea came across your desk and you you could have dismissed it life could have been completely different or it could have just not taken hold or the team just didn't get along and to hear that there's now genuine industry you know you, you've got a, a business and a career based upon stuff inside of the block editor i just think that's great and you're kind of mm-hmm. like a shining light for anybody else who's thinking about making that transition and moving over to blocks and block themes and all of that kind of stuff so yeah just just bravo well done i think uh well deserved and i, I hope the success continues uh thanks nathan yeah, well it is the the present and future of wordpress so yeah i would Get encourage folks to take Get, a look yeah on board. yeah rich Tabor, thank you for joining me today i really appreciate it yeah thanks for having me man well i hope that you enjoyed that an absolute pleasure chatting to rich like i said at the top of the show he's a very very intelligent person and has got all of the chops when it comes to the new things in wordpress you've obviously been able to hear in the podcast episode all of the different projects that he's involved in both with extendify the company that he works for but also the projects that he's taken on and developing independently in order to push things like full site editing and block themes and all of that goodness into the future. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place. Invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by going to go.me forward slash WP builds. And we thank GoDaddy Pro for their continued support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, as it was an interview episode this week, we shall have a chat with myself and David Wormsley next week. I hope that you are able to attend. We produce that podcast episode. It comes out every Thursday. Subscribe on your favourite podcast player and you'll get them automatically. But we'll also be back on Monday for our This Week in WordPress show. I'm joined live at wpbuilds.com forward slash live, usually by three other WordPressers. And if you want to join in the comments, we'd appreciate that very, very much indeed. So hopefully we'll see you at some point this week. If not, we'll catch you next week. All that remains for me to do is to say, have a good week, stay safe. Here comes some cheesy music and boy is this one cheesy. Bye bye for now. (laughs) 